Hey, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to get started. But before we do, I want to make sure you know about something incredible about to happen, which is Sales Girl Summit. This is our very first conference. It's happening on June 12th through the 14th. Now, we've done plenty of in-person like trainings and workshops and kind of larger scale events, but this right here, my loves, this is our conference. And I'm so excited to announce some next level speakers. We're going to announce that in just a couple of weeks. But you know, being a sales girl, it has nothing to do with the item that you sell, the service that you sell, the product that you sell, the off it has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with being the girl that people want to buy from, that people want to say yes to before they even know the offer. It's about being the girl that is completely like world-class and has complete ownership over her industry because of how much command she has over her message. I'll tell you what, I'm starting to believe it's not even the person who is really the best at what they do, but it's the person that's best at communicating at what they do, who ends up winning and who ends up being known as the girl to go to for blank, fill in the blank for whatever you do. And, you know, our mission is to really create world-class sales girls that can walk into a room and have in, insane command over their message, over their beliefs, and just be so irresistibly charismatic that people um, are just so drawn to them. And if that sounds like something you desire to become, the Sales Girl Summit is for you. So June 12th through the 14th at the Face Center, I've got a sneaky little hunch that once we announce our speakers, the event is going to sell much quicker um, than what most people are probably anticipating. So um, I cannot recommend enough for you to grab your tickets. I've, I've heard a few people saying that they're going to get their Airbnbs with all their sales girlfriends. And I think that is so incredibly fun, um, but they don't have their tickets yet. So I cannot recommend, like I said, enough to grab your seat. Um, hopefully there's some platinum seats left. There will probably be some VIP and then definitely, definitely general admission. Uh, so we'll link it all in the show notes below. And I cannot wait to see you there. We're going to have so much fun and do our sales girl thing. We have so many surprises for you. Ah! All right, let's go. I'll see you there in June. Enjoy the show. Does anyone have personal core values? This is Lloyd Day, your co-creator and master trainer at the God Culture School of Sales. Many years ago, when I was running my insurance business and I was trying to learn how to run it better, how to manage and lead and things like that within the agency. I had it, had the business started, had it moving, had some staff, and was trying to figure out how to make a profit, how to keep it alive, make it work. And I heard some podcasts, I heard some, yeah, it was some podcasts on creating some core values for your business. And I really took heart to that and started really digging in and thinking, what are the core values? What do we need here to make this business run? And I created six core values and three guiding principles within those six core values. And to this day, 20 years later, those exact words still stand. I did a good job with that. I was really into it. And I'd been in the business long enough to understand things that we needed to do. And I'd been working on myself, personal development, know things that are important, the sales skills, the sales training that we do. And I created some wonderful core values. 
And I'm sitting here today getting ready to put this podcast together. And I realize that I have not done that for myself personally. Have you? Do you have any personal core values? And I think this may be something that I'm going to have to work on these next few weeks to try to think about it just like I did the insurance business. What core values do I need as a person? And today we're going to talk about one of those things that will be one of those core values. And it's related to Thanksgiving. This podcast will probably release this Saturday before Thanksgiving in 2022. I see myself in there teaching the class when we're teaching live or when we're teaching online. And even when we were developing this content, this one section we're going to talk about today holds really, really true to my heart. As a matter of fact, when I'm teaching live and we're, we have some time constraints trying to work everything in, I may get carried away on this subject right here. And then later when we start preparing for it the next time around or something, uh, Mace will say, you know, you're talking a lot in that particular section. Maybe we don't need that much. And maybe we don't, maybe we do. But my comment back was, well, if, if the spirit leading me there and I feel like we need to talk about it, then maybe we do need to talk about it. Maybe it is something that needs to be driven home really hard uh, because this Thanksgiving thing or what they call the feeling of gratitude, however you want to say it, we call it a thankful heart, having a thankful heart is extremely important. And I'm going to explain to you a few reasons why I say that. IKEA did a project a few years ago. It's a popular project that you may have heard of. And it was, they was trying to work around bullying to try to have a conversation around bullying. So they did an experiment. They took two plants and grew them in exactly the same environment. And one of them, they had the students, one of these plants, they taught negative to the plant every day for 30 days. They said really mean and ugly things to the plant. Told it how ugly it was, how it's not going to grow big, how its leaves will be withered. And then the other plant, they gave it all the positive talk. You're going to be big and strong. You're beautiful. You're so valuable. You're important. They did those to those plants for 30 days. And the results after 30 days was exactly what they told the plant, the plant that was given the negative talk was wilted and drooped. And the plant that was given the positive talk was tall and strong. In the same environment, the only thing that changed was the words that were used. And so we give, go into this having a thankful heart toward everything, toward ourselves, towards things, towards other people. And then we speak to people in a way that we are thankful for them. We do see the value in them. And we see the value in ourselves, and we see the value in the things that we have. The way we speak to ourselves and to others has a major impact. Now, this test was, was around bullying, and bullying happens to everyone. It doesn't matter what age you are. 5, 6, 7, 10, 15, 20, 50, 60, 70. Bullying is always going to happen. Somebody's going to make you feel bad or not included or not good enough, or you're going to get it somewhere. So we want to be the people that gives just the opposite. And I looked up and I said, what is gratitude or what does this thankful heart give people? And Harvard Health had some comments on this. They said that people that practice gratitude, that means they appreciate the value and the meaningful things in life. 
one of the things it says it gives you positive emotions. And the one thing that we need to do as salespeople is carry around positive emotions. I did notice that if you watch people who have large Instagram followers, at least the ones I follow, they typically have a feel-good message, a positive message all the time. Because people, I think, are drawn to that. They want that. And if we can have this heart of thankfulness, we can carry it around all the time. It's a core value that we maintain morning, afternoon, and night. Then we put these positive emotions into ourselves that we can deliver out to other people. And these positive emotions will carry us a lot of places and it will help a lot of people when they experience it. It also helps us to, to relish the good experiences in life. We have all these experiences and sometimes we fail to relish them. Like if I walk into the gym to work out, you know, I say, man, all these people talking, smiling. You know, that's just a wonderful opportunity to be around those kind of people with those emotions. The fact they have a place to go and the equipment and the, the body to be able to do this with. You can relish any experience and make it a good one if you just look at it the right way. And a positive emotion and the way you think also improves health. It's proven that if you think negative, you have anxiety, you worry, you're going to raise your cortisol in your body, which will raise your blood sugar, which over time will kill you. So improved health is from having this gratitude, this thankful heart is proven to actually improve your health. To have this core value of a heart of thankfulness is valuable with your own personal health. And it helps you deal with adversity. We're all going to have adversity, but how do we deal with it? If we look for what we can be thankful of right now in any situation, it helps us deal with things that may not seem so well, because we can focus on either one. And as Dennis Whateley says in The Psychology of Winning, you will move towards the one you think about. So if you're thankful about things and you're happy with where you are and what you have and where you're going, where you're headed, versus seeing all the adversary or the problems in your life, it's going to make a difference. You're going toward the one you think about. And it helps you build strong relationships. The one thing we all need is strong relationships. You want relationships in business. If you want to sell people or lead people or build a team or build an organization, build clients, whatever it is you're trying to build, you want good relationships and this feeling of thankfulness. And we tell our, our students, say, anytime you're speaking with someone, they can see in your eyes and in your body language and in the tone of your voice, what you really think, what you really feel toward them. And so if you, if you will make sure that you think of them with a heart of thankfulness as a creature of God, as the person they are, what they bring to the world, their intentions in this world, see them as something to be thankful for and talk to them in those respects. See them as thankful and it will come out and you will be better liked and better trusted because of the way you feel about people. And affirmation, affirmation of goodness. I listened to a podcast this morning. And he said, I think the three things that he thought the most important of the world was to have gratitude was one, to have love was the other. And the third one was to raise your children, making sure that they always have the right beliefs in their head, the beliefs of the good things in this world, the beliefs of goodness, the beliefs of who they really are. Affirmation of what goodness is, this heart of thankfulness kind of leads into that as well. And remember that Thanksgiving began when the pilgrims were giving thanks to God for their crops of the previous year, 
for all the things that they had been given, that he had given them, and they were given thanks. Thanksgiving and Christmas is a great time of year to reflect back to all the thanks of things that we've been given, things we have. And I really believe that as a core value, that this is one of these things that we should be thinking of every day and reminding ourselves every day that we live with a heart of thankfulness for everything. We bring this positive energy out from that. So have a great Thanksgiving and a great end of this year as we continue forward and continue every day with a heart of thankfulness.